I could, you know, drop dead tomorrow. The U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. Welcome to Planet Rage, the intersection of insanity and madness. Here are your hosts, Larry Blydner and Darren O'Neill. Hey, Larry, it's episode 56. 56. Darren, baby, how are you? A thousand apologies uh, to you and the trolls for my lateness. I've been in computer hell. I'm not going (laughs) to go down that road. It's just too fucking ugly. Well, that's exactly where the rage comes from, though. It's good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what? I'm I'm ready to kill. So, uh, yeah. This still with the same Dell. I've got this. I've got the shotgun. Huh? Is this the same Dell or is this uh, well, the machines? Both. It's uh, it's insane because, you know, the Dell, I spent two hours with a guy, one of these uh, tech help guys, you know, online on Saturday. He was very knowledgeable. Clearly, this guy knew his shit. Um, And and after that, it functioned pretty damn good and i thought well this is now it's no longer paperweight i can use this fucker again and uh so i kind of put it aside rebooted this morning right back to square one totally fucked then i get to say all right let's get the acer going and that shit the bed as well and <laughs> so the reason i'm glad i had to unscrew that detach the battery from that plug it back in here i am so you had to turn it off and on again not off and on I had to open up the back <laughs> disconnect the battery reconnected now that takes a little longer than off and on that is the hardcore off and on exactly yes well actually the ultimate at this point i just want to do off i want to take a fucking masonry (laughs) hammer and smash it into dust both of them but especially the dell now what was it with the dell that actually made it work for a minute well he uh he switched out there's you know whatever the audio program was it was uh, i don't know wave pro some shit with right the yeah the drivers said, let me he, 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 you know yanked that and plugged in something else something it was actually older and said yeah shit I'm, it's not hanging anymore there's no lag it's good you know but you know you go to the you go to the dell user groups which are a total joke and the headline at the top says problem solved you know Nothing, nothing was solved. And you read these people, these fucking people are such imbeciles. Two guys in there actually, one said, I've got 40 hours into this and it's still not fixed. And the other fucking guy, I've got over three months into the working with Dell. And I I don't comment on those things because I don't talk to idiots, but I want to say, hey, Chooch, you're not working with Dell. You're working for Dell. You're just not getting paid. Okay. You fucking idiot. So, yeah. So these things, this, this machine is an absolute piece of shit dog. People have, and I, I dug deeper into people have replaced entire motherboards. They've done a com- complete flush and fresh install of windows. As you suggested, everything, nothing fucking works. Well, I'm guessing what probably happened was if a driver being swapped out and brought it back to life, mm-hmm. that was replaced immediately by an automatic driver upgrade update now i know there's something you could do i don't remember what it is exactly but it can be figured out in order to make sure it doesn't 
that mm-hmm. upgrade because you know when you put something older on it that works better it goes oh well obviously you want to upgrade that obviously yeah because we're in control not you yeah 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 that is uh a good way to start yeah so i'm ready to rage bro <laughs> chicago <laughs> bring this, it on <laughs> this week i'm a one-man gang yes <laughs> come on down to chicago you'll fit right in 52 oh. shot how many 52 whoa a full deck is that a record that's a big number we've had higher but that is a Have pretty big number uh, 11 yeah. killed yeah. and yeah. nine of the people shot were 17 or under so that just shows you wow when you say that lives matter not mm-hmm. so much not so much 20 percent kill ratio and most of them are kids isn't that nice wow. now fucked up the intriguing thing is and i don't trust any of the polling but we do have the midterm elections coming up in just about three or four weeks and the illinois governor race is one of those races that is on the ballot and the latest polling is showing a virtual tie the republican challenger like two percentage points right now behind jb pritzker which i mean illinois to be fair we seem like every other governor is republican so it may be possible that pritzker could be sent packing wow it'll be interesting to see but there was also an article on just the news.com today how the census bureau has already admitted that the last census they just did in 2020 is totally fucked that they oh. overcounted five or six of the democrat overall states and they undercounted like five of the Republican overall states, which in the short term, it's costing, it sounds like Texas won another house in the House of Representatives. But this is how corrupt this whole system is that even this census bullshit. And there's, I was, is, is Dominion a subcontractor for the census? Maybe. Yeah. And the horrible yeah. thing here seems to be nothing can be done. You just wait for the next one in 10 years or eight years now. Nothing can be done. No. It's like, so the group that did it's admitting they fucked it up. Yeah. They admit that it's very skewed. Although the oddity was Illinois was one of the states undercounted. And obviously, and I, you know what? I say that's ironic, but maybe it's not because outside of Chicago, Illinois is very much a Republican state. Right. So maybe that's where the undercounting came from. But you figure with all the census counting, they're blaming COVID. Which here's the thing, then maybe you shouldn't have fucking done a census under COVID. Everything's COVID done uh-huh. until the end of the world. COVID, COVID, yeah, COVID. The answer to everything is because COVID. That's it. COVID messed it up. Now what do we That's do? It. Nothing. What do we? Nothing. No question. How is this? Uh, how is this uh, error? And how many millions of bodies are we talking about here? And was how is this uncovered? I guess just from the Census Bureau themselves, because they're the ones that have figured out that there were the errors. Now, I don't know if this was, I need to dig further into this because I don't know if this was the Census Bureau itself, which maybe it was where they do their spot checks and go, huh, yeah, this wasn't right. Mm. So maybe the people up higher in the census aren't totally corrupt, but maybe the boots on the ground were, and mm. that's how you get the kind of mess that you get. It just seems yeah. to be a very antiquated system for 2022 i mean everybody's got a cell phone can't we just use that to track everybody that would be great oh <laughs> i yeah. know really she would love that 
G and there's a guy here, Jiden, the two of them, the Zizha, the Zizha bros. Uh-huh. <laughs> you can track everybody. And I, Bill O'Reilly yeah. was talking about those cell phones being given away. And he didn't mention that, you know, they were only for tracking. And I, cause I still don't understand why migrants would want to just keep a tracking device with them. And then why do you even say they're given cell phones? Why don't you just say they're given tracking tracking devices? Because well, that's all, all there really are. Sure. It doesn't make sense. Which a cell phone? I want to invest in that company. If that's, the, you know, they're the, going to have a good sales quarter. What's uh, What make? I don't know. I, I would and guess so, it might be the Biden. Maybe it's the Obama phone. Maybe Barack's face phone. is on the back. Was who who made the Obama phone? Was that was that one one uh, vendor? Or was it scattered among you know? Was it an equitable? Uh, I don't remember if that was actually a uh, a one purchase or if they spread the love around. Yeah, yeah. And so you know, I've seen this, and I really I find it so repulsive that I, you know, I want to keep my blood pressure at a normal level. So sometimes <laughs> I I just won't click and read that shit. So tighten me up. Darren on the uh, the cell phone giveaway this time. Do they just like hand it? You come across the border. Here is your phone. You Pretty know, much. Or what, what's that's it. Okay. In order to keep track of them, and you know what? I don't really even care yeah. about that. But it was the amount involved, and I'm probably going to get the number wrong. I covered this on one of the last random thoughts, which was something like three hundred and something million a month that they were spending on mm-hmm. giving these phones to yeah. the migrants coming across the border because you know. They want to know where they are and they want right. to be able to communicate with them. So when their court dates come around that right. they can get them into mm. into court, which we know a vast majority don't show up. Right. The number so far this year is something crazy, like two point four million migrants who have been encountered. Oh, yeah. So how many got through without being encountered by the Border Patrol? Sure, sure. But over two million encountered. This is by far a number that is in, insane compared to what we saw under Donald Trump. Even what we saw under Obama, who Barack Obama sent record amounts of migrants back. I don't know why he hasn't been canceled yet. <laughs> I mean, yeah, well, you know, you can't cancel him. But question: So here, it's not just here's your phone. Now, also we. Johnny taxpayer, you and me, I, I assume we're also paying for the monthly monthly charge of those for in perpetuity and because or is it like, here's your phone now, you're on your own. There's got to go? be something. I mean, they say and this was the craziest thing about the phones they're giving away is that their only function is to track and to allow them to contact immigration. So if somebody. The, you know, yeah. you can't use it to text your friends. You can't use it to make phone calls. Oh, really? Correct. So it's a locked down phone, which I'm like, this is a total waste of money. It's nothing sure but a tracking is. device that they can turn off and not recharge. So or just throw throw back into fucking Rio Grande. So uh-huh. it's your fucking phone. Yes, it I'll makes no sense. Own. Why would the migrants want a tracking device? Yeah. They usually yeah. are not coming in. If you're coming in illegally. You don't want to be tracked because you're really not no. planning on showing up at the court date if yeah. you get, even get one in order to get asylum. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of money going out the door. The liches keep spending money. Uncle Joe says the economy's good, man. It's stronger says, than hell. Yeah. Remember, that's what the economy is. Is that what it is? Was that the direct quote? Stronger uh-huh. than hell? Yeah. yeah. Stronger than hell. Mm. Joey thinks it was stronger yeah. than hell. I don't yeah. quite understand it. 
but you know i wish there was a video of his brain surgeries where they fucking removed the top of his skull and we could see the fucking cream of wheat that oozed out over the old you know operating table when they did that well it's amazing to me i mean it isn't i'm saying that at the same time that i understand a majority of people in this country couldn't tell you what the branches of government are they couldn't tell you who the united states gained independence from in the 1700s they they couldn't tell you a lot of this stuff so the reality is i'm not really surprised but most people have no idea that joe biden had multiple aneurysms throughout his life and had multiple brain surgeries Mm -hmm. to deal with the aneurysms and even prior to you know brain difficulties uh of a you know pathology nature he was always a fucking dope even when his brain was healthy he wasn't very bright no yeah he never seemed like the brightest bulb no in the bunch a career politician he knew enough on how to get elected right there is a supercut going around i think it was on fox so i'm like yeah love all of the most recent on someone he was vice president of Biden just being very testy with reporters. So this is nothing oh, yeah. new. So, I mean, I've heard a lot of the far right pundits that are like, oh, you see, that's dementia. It's like, well, no, then he had it 10 years yeah. ago, too, which is possible. But oh, I know he goes. He was an angry prick going back to his first run in the 80s. Yes. He was mouthing off to people. And it was really hysterical. I'll compare my IQ with yours anytime. I'm smarter than you are. <laughs> it was just, it was fucking laughable. He's such an asshole. He is. Uh, now, though, he has a big problem just making sense of the words coming out of his own mouth. True. And Sky News covered that. So, of course, I grabbed oh, yeah. it. Good, 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 man. <laughs> because this is always entertaining. I mean, they, yeah. they're so nice. As they cover it, though, that's the beauty of it. Yes. But first, this week, President Biden gave a speech at Fern Hollow Bridge in Pittsburgh and again showed America and indeed the world that he is a man who knows what he's doing. Over a billion, 200, a trillion, 200 billion dollars. A billion, 200 billion, a trillion, no one's quite sure what he meant. But, you know, I'm sure that was the only muddled part of the speech. The rest was crystal clear. And, Bobby, I promised you, he'd been on my back to get this done for since I got elected president. Don't forget the last one. Why don't we take that word for word? That might be fun. <laughs> Bobby, I promised you, right? You remember Mystery Science Theater? Right, yeah, with everybody right. sitting there and they're trying to, they're making fun of the movie on the screen. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's like the that's like the X factor that's missing from all these these supercuts and cuts of his insanity. They should have a couple of silhouette backs of heads like it's a movie screen, whether it's the robot or whoever the fuck it is, with the pop ups that stop right there. Who the fuck is Bobby? Right? Well, he's, <laughs> I mean, who is Bobby that he's promising? Like we're supposed to know, Bobby. I promised. Well, fuck this off. cut. I mean, I don't know where this cut was taken from, so maybe at that at that point they do and and i actually usually understand what he's trying to say which is also leads me to wonder if i'm having a stroke at the same time because it's like (laughs) i mean i don't know i know it's there's like words missing and there's uh they're like brain teasers you'll notice there are some where as long as like the word 
the first and last letter are the same and it's like the same length or relatively the same length. Yeah. You can change those things around and the brain just kind of picks up on it. I have that with Joe Biden for some reason. There's always clips they're playing on the No Agenda podcast and they're like, what the hell is he saying? And I'm like, oh, I get it. And that kind of scares me because I get it. Well, everybody has the ability to interpolate, you know, right. Stuff like Maybe that. not you Joe. fill in the blanks if your brain is functioning, functioning normally. Um, but he actually says in there after Bobby, I promise. And he says, instead of I did, I think he says, I dip. Let's, let's roll that back and listen closely. And Bobby, I promised you he'd been on my back to dip this done for. Right. Yeah. Stop to dip this done. <laughs> to dip. Right. Isn't that what he said? I mean, he wants to say to get this done, but what yes, does he but say? To Let's dip see. this done. He been on my back to dip this done for <laughs> to dip this done. Yes, it's to dip, dip. dip this done. Dip this done. Let's see. There's can a we, t-shirt. I'm going to dip this done. Let's slow this down here. Yeah, I promised you. He been on my back to dip this done for. Yeah, to dip this done. Yeah. Huh. That's a good. That is a good t-shirt. Let's let's dip this done. Yeah. For Bobby. <laughs> Since I got elected president, don't forget the lockjaw. So I just See, stop. I, I didn't what know the that fuck too. is that? Don't forget, don't forget the, the lockjaw. Lock yeah, what's <laughs> what is that? I don't know. <laughs> Holy God! I mean, but it could be a private joke. I mean, that who, again? When you pull the audio out, you yeah. don't know what the context was around. They did that to Trump and Bush too. But in Joey's case, it's easier. I'll give you that. I think it's safe to assume there is no context because even before he was at this stage of uh, dementia, part of his bullshit career politician shtick was we're all in a, I mean, we're all in an in joke together. We're all, we're all backslapping buddy boy folks together. So you, if you look back, you'll see clips of him doing the same shit. He'll talk about, he'll make references to people only he knows about subjects only he's, uh, uh, been privy to like you know we're all in the club that's part and, and the mouth breathers go geez he's talking about stuff that i don't know about like i do know about i must be one of him right really that's part of his shtick joey's one of the guys exactly he eats ice cream just like the rest of us larry he does he does actually i don't eat ice cream like that i eat pretty much a cone in one bite <laughs> but uh, i don't do the lick thing yeah but that uh, he has to do that for the photo op yeah He's been tied to a lot of ice cream over. He's actually got to keep that tongue in good shape for him when he meets with Zhang and the OPEC boys. So he can have his licks uh, all prepped and ready. Right? So all these world <laughs> leaders get into a room and they're just, they hand yeah. Joey a, a big cone and be like, go sit over there, would you? Yeah. Think. I'm not sure how we're going to do this, but so long as I, I couldn't say no. I don't know what he means, but he wasn't done there. Then the president made this incredible claim. My grandfather, Phineas Grant, would really be proud of me right now. Whoa. My grandfather, Phineas, what was that? My grandfather, something from Scranton. Let's see. We can we can slow this down again. All right. I like the slowdown you're doing, Darren. This is good. Live on the fly. Yeah. Grandfather Finnegan's can be really be proud of me. Uh, I still don't, I'm still not picking this up. Let's try it again. Make this incredible claim. My grandfather Finnegan's can be really be proud of me right now. I think my uh, grandfather, then maybe his name, I don't know, from Scranton. So maybe yeah, Philly, Philly from Scranton, or yeah. although maybe it's 
from Philly, and I don't know. Yeah, and then the best the best part is I think what I read was Joey lived in Scranton until he was six, but he really works that I'm a coal mining man of the people bullshit hard. Scranton, Scranton, Scranton. I'm one of you. Oh, he's I'm just, just Joey down I'm just the block. Folks. Yeah, uh, Joey down the block. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm not joking. He would. By the oh, way, stop. <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. I'm lying in your fucking face. When he says I'm not joking or I really mean it, you know he's hosing you with bullshit. I don't even think he's as eloquent as Eddie Murphy doing alfalfa on Saturday Night Live as a digi no, guru is pointing out. I think this is yeah. this is even better. It is. All-American football player, John, in Santa Clara. No, he wasn't uh, an all-American football player. When Joe <laughs> says, I'm not joking, he means right. I'm lying. See, <laughs> they yep. caught up on that, too. Oh, Everybody knows. Sure. Everybody knows. And he also, it's the, I'm from Scranton. I'm a coal miner. And what he really wants to say there but I think he's had his tit in the ringer so many times is I'm from football champion football stock. And so was I Meanwhile, he fucking warmed a bench. Right. Time. He was on like three or four games or something. I don't think he ever played a fucking down. He's, he's just total bullshit. Lie, well, lie, 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 lie. And this is a part of certain dementias where you start totally remembering the past incorrectly but believing it which would explain so many yeah. of these stories because i mean there's one thing to you know boost your stock a little bit everybody when telling stories you know if you played high school football or something that you know that 10 yard touchdown to win a game became a 20 then a 30 then a 50 and then it was the greatest thing in the history of sports <laughs> right <laughs> but joey none of it even happened not even a little bit happened none of it and that's more concerning. Yeah. There are many, many examples of those words being uttered by the president at the end of a verifiable lie. <laughs> and it wouldn't be a Joe Biden speech without a confused walk-off. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. So now here they're just showing him. He's like walking, although he's like one side and he's like saying stuff to people. But then he turns around like he doesn't know where he's supposed to go and that that seems to happen a lot elder abuse at this point we shouldn't laugh and here's a little breaking news for you while that intellectually inept president is in the white house the u.s has lost complete control of its southern border latest stats revealed that last month more than 227,000 illegal immigrants were encountered at the border that's close to four times that's close to 400 percent increase from the average number of September encounters when Donald Trump was in the White House. So far this fiscal year, there have been over 2.3 million encounters at the border. And that, of course, does not include all the illegal immigrants who cross without being apprehended. Can you believe that? 2.3 million. Yeah, I can believe it because we've been watching it from day one. Sure. And then the hilarity is when you have the White House, White House, the White House spokeshole saying, well, you know, we were we were left with this problem from the uh, former administration. Right. Always. It's like, sure. No, but they weren't having that problem then. No, they hmm. weren't. Yeah. But hey, when you have an unchecked media, mm-hmm. that's the problem. When so many of the useful idiots, that's all they pay attention to. Mm-hmm. I mean, we live at a great time because there are plenty of pundits out there doing shows like ours that 
are digging into this, but the audience level on most of those shows still pales in comparison to what CNN and MSNBC are getting, and MSNBC and CNN are getting nobody. Right. Are we pundits? I wonder. I think so. <laughs> I mean, I don't know who would classify as what, or uh, I don't know. You know, is it comedy? We we take a look at the news and we give our spin. Yeah. I got to say, Tim Pool is. I've lost almost all respect for that guy. Because he was talking about somebody and he was using their pronouns. He was calling them they, them. And I thought, <laughs> Tim, Tim, why, why don't do that? Don't well, do you're, that. you're losing at that point. Of course. You're giving in. Of course. Which is the it's point. capitulation. Total. Yes. Because otherwise we'll be canceled, man. Which is the problem yeah. on YouTube because he probably would be canceled on YouTube mm-hmm. for doing that. Which I get the argument that is made all of the time for guys like Tim pool who want to bring part of their shows to YouTube and have clips on social media because they know there's a line and they know exactly where that line is. Tim pool, I would guess has multiple people that he pays that do nothing but research all of this and let him know exactly where this line is moving each and every day. Mm-hmm. what words you can say which words you can't say which ones are going to get you canceled and the news coverage or whatever you want to call what tim pool does is doing the coverage he's putting out there is very specifically trying to stay within the boundaries that will be allowed hoping of course then that you bring people to your paid version and your stuff that is off of youtube where you could say the real thing mm. and you, that's really kind of annoying but i get yeah. part of that when you watch a youtube video and they're like well you know why i can't tell you the truth here right that is annoying i've never watched a tim thing all the way through or, or listened to an entire show of his how does he get paid does he get sponsors or is he a patreon what's his what's his deal i think he collects and i think he does have sponsors so i think he does both my buddy gene that i do the unrelenting show with he listens to a lot of tim pool i can't yeah a lot of people want me to listen to a lot of different podcasts it's like i just i don't have time there's too many i don't either no i can't and then it colors everything you do yeah it's bad enough we have to uh, keep up with the news and as many news sources that are out there it's like once you start hearing because i can't help it if i'm listening to three hours of glenn beck every morning like i used to whoa and then go well it's like it was on you know while doing work doing other things and when i would go talk about those same things i would hear myself kind of saying the same thing he did because i was agreeing with him you're gonna pick up on it there's no question yeah and then you kind of feel like you're regurgitating somebody else's stuff which is no good and that is uh you know one of the reasons to avoid and you you know you try to get to the bottom of the stories yourself and look for sources that kind of make sense. And yeah. you know Tim Pool has always seemed, and even Gene, who likes him, uh, kind of related that it's five minutes of content in a thirty-minute show. Oh yeah, a constant rep- repetition. Yeah, sure. Which right. I know El Rushbo used to do that too, but he was filling three hours a day for five days a week and. Right. It, it, there is that whole if you tell somebody something three times, they'll remember it. So I'm guessing that's part of the brainwashing. When you want somebody to really 
believe something when you want them to remember it you do the repetition but then the repetition also kind of brings the show to a screeching halt agreed at times and again i understand the people that are doing youtube that are trying to do that tap dance which is i want my content to be here but i don't want Mm. you know i don't i i know there are certain things i can't say but this is where as we've talked about a bunch the problem comes in because the eyeballs are still mainly on the social media sites that are controlled by people who are very happy to get rid of somebody because they have conservative views there is yet no social media outlet out there besides mastodon and the fediverse which is a bunch of smaller places that most people have not gotten on board with you could say all these things and it's great like hey well we have mastodon it's like yeah but there's one person on mastodon for every like ten thousand on twitter so if not more is is uh incorrect pronoun usage a a a a mortal sin on on youtube probably if somebody complains and they look at it and see that you're doing it intentionally i don't even know if you have to do it intentionally so youtube is canada kind of from what i know i mean i've never had a video removed but then again i don't really post enough to to have that happen i just know from the stuff that bandrew covers and talks about and the insane rules that these social media platforms have Mm -hmm. and the people that have had channels stripped away you know, and a lot of sure. times the unfortunate thing is your channel gets stripped away and it's gone for a week and then they're like, oh, well, sorry. Yeah, we shouldn't have done that. You know, they, they give in to some woke asshole who has mm-hmm. a complaint, but rather than look at it first, well, no, we have to pull it because, oh, my God, there might be a mispronounced pronoun. So then they pull it. And what ends up happening if uh, your channel is gone for a week and they go, oh, sorry, well, you've probably lost half your uh, watchers anyway. Right. Because, oh, they're either one, they're bad. We saw this with the PayPal stuff. How many people jumped off of PayPal and probably rightfully so when the whole thing came down that if we don't like what you're saying, we're going to take twenty five hundred out of your account. Mm. The bottom line was, though, who that ended up hurting were shows like this one and no agenda where you had a lot of people. Everyone, sure. That were using PayPal. And then everybody, again, always goes, ah, well, you go use a different services like, well, they're not plentiful. Mm-hmm. this is again the problem like with the social media there's not a lot of payment processors out there and the ones right. that are recommended there's one that bongino and i think tim pool both use and i think bongino does promotion for him so I'm, i don't know if he owns part of it or if he's just doing ads it's one of these where you know it's a minimum of 20 bucks a month that you're paying no matter what and then you're paying the fees and you have to go through some hoops in order to get on board where paypal any asshole that has the ability to give them an email kind of gets an account yeah so it's a little different it's not that easy just to go well replace it with something that's not woke right and that's the biggest problem we have in this Mm -hmm. country right now is that there are no options for those things in order for people that are saying the you know unpopular things now and i don't know the the uh, argument was always made well you know if you do this and then the other side comes back to power it's like you know i'm all for free speech but i think the only way to teach these assholes what's going on is to do exactly what they've been doing for the last eight years you know if somebody like musk 
You know, if somebody conservative takes over Twitter and goes, well, now we're going to start banning all the liberals. I kind of think that needs to be done as much of a dick move as that is. And as free speech as I am, it's like, I think they need to experience that for a little while. They do. Yeah. Why not? And then you understand, well, that's not, that's not right. They're silencing me. (laughs) Like, uh uh-huh. Hey, build your own Twitter. You're right. right, Or (laughs) Elon Musk, you can just buy it. Yeah. Guy's been losing a lot of money. I mean, he sure has. He sure has. Yeah. Does he notice though when Elon loses two hundred billion? Does that like eh? I don't think. I think he certainly notices. I don't think he worries about it. But uh, I would say, yeah, he he knows. Yeah. It's like that's not a good year. No. But then again, things may turn around. We'll see. We're gonna find out. Uh, you know, everybody's talking about the the whole. You know midterms 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 the best we can hope for is to take the house and the senate and then just cock block joey and his buddies until his clock runs out in 24 yes that's what people don't change substantially right because you can't without the president okaying it you can't get the laws passed right without like a crazy majority i think you can get by a presidential veto but it's got to be what like 80 percent or something of the uh of the house and senate to vote it through to get past Mm -hmm. a presidential veto which yeah i mean it basically takes government and slams the brakes down on it yeah which i'm not saying that's a bad idea that's a great idea because then at least businesses go we know what we're dealing with but i mean we're still hearing from people who can't find employees because the government checks that are coming in are Mm -hmm. still more than what they would get for working it's like you not understand that is a problem well i don't know what chicago's like but la is just a sea of help wanted signs you know so can't find people to work can't find people to work no. but you know aoc is happy i oh, pulled yeah. a bit of this clip it was hard to get usable audio here yeah and uh i know that the tina 40 she's uh making some inroads maybe it's also going to be interesting to yeah. see where that goes mm-hmm. but AOC was at a town hall and things got a little bit heated. And this seemed like, you know, because there's AstroTurf when it comes to protests that are out there where you realize, you know, somebody got a bus and paid like 50 people or 100 people Mm -hmm. to come. This seemed legit. This seemed like actual constituents that were pissed off. And the audio on this was just fantastic because that's really what I assume all like government meetings like this are like in the Bronx, which is yes. actually, I think I, I know that I think I know this clip and I think it was actually in Astoria, Queens. Okay. If I recall the, the Chiron over, but I could be wrong if it's the same clip. Yeah. yeah which kind of makes it. sense. This is kind yeah. of like going to a Yankee game. It's the same kind of, yeah. uh, the same kind of yelling and shouting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So they're now chanting. Now there was a bunch of shouting going on yeah. before this. And I don't know if AOC was always just sitting on the stage. Yes. Or if she jumped up there when, you know, everything started getting out of control. Mm. But the camera, once you have these citizens that are chanting AOC has got to go, the camera goes back to her 
And she's like making fun of it, like doing a little dance. It's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's well, because if you notice, she's got two elephants next to her who are obviously federal bodyguards. Yeah, she she's not that worried. And they've probably got some pretty heavy artillery under their sport coats. So and I, think the, I think the people I mean, unless you're a moron, you realize it would be a really bad idea to try to go attack somebody like that. Yeah. And she knows that. So, you know, you're just sitting there and you're like, ha ha, screw you. Mm-hmm. There's nothing you can do. Very classy. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Uh, very classy thank you very sir. Classy. yeah that, i don't know if that's the guy there's a guy i actually i watched that clip several times laughing and enjoying it and i took a screenshot there's a guy and i think that maybe that who's that's who she's speaking to he was wearing a hoodie with some i don't know like uh brooklyn tech or some some college thing and i think he's holding up a sign and it says vote tina 40 and then right under that it said fuck aoc <laughs> And I posted that in No Agenda Social with a question, with, and I said, I'm confused. If you vote for Tito 40, must you then fuck AOC? Is that yeah, that would be a lot less uh, votes maybe for, or maybe more. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a hell of a slogan, though. I'll give you that. Yes, it is. It's like, that was just politics at its finest, which isn't even as crazy as yeah. some of the clips of the UK that I've heard recently, especially on the No Agenda program. Oh, yeah. Where it's like, wow, we think our politics is out of control. Mm. Then this is with citizens, at least, with even worse with the politicians right. in the UK. But this is just the mentality. I believe that AOC and the people on the squad think they are righteous. And that is the scariest thing to me. Yeah, is that I, they believe they're righteous doing the things that they're doing. Well, of course they do. It's like that's where you know things are getting serious. That's they how you know they believe they're righteous, and that those who disagree are stupid. Yes, well, that is it. They think yeah. the people on the right are just as dumb as Joey Biden. Mm-hmm. That they can't make out a word. I did like that uh, Tina Forty was wanting to debate AOC, and that's a pay-per-view I would tune in. Hell yeah. To watch. And AOC doctor, just like Katie Hobbs has with uh, Carrie Lake, right? Of course. Of course, yeah. Because she knows that the questions that are going to be asked will be ones that she cannot answer or does not want to answer. Of course. Which is there more to that clip? there is but it's mainly yeah. un unlistenable i mean it was mainly a yeah. video it's a it's a highly visual clip yes but i what i found interesting and i actually asked somebody also on the uh, no agenda social there's a point where and you nobody explained this the lights go out in that church basement or whatever the fuck it is it's a pretty gloomy venue for a little meeting it really is it reminded me of why i left new york it seemed like when i looked at that thing i became depressed and angry because it reminded me of my childhood basically every space in new york looks exactly like that fucking place yeah it's not it looks like something out of a dystopian movie it is gloomy and shitty and that's that's most of new york's inner space 
Um, they just, they, it's like they strive to make it look as unpleasant as possible and they succeed. And so at some point the lights went out, right? Is that when AOC nope, like disappeared? <laughs> and she vanished. And then when they come uh, before they come up, some guy was very good on the fly with his cell phone or whatever. And he, he cops a, some video of she's now backstage relaxing with her one foot up against the wall, leaning against the wall with it, with a secret service, whatever the fuck apes she has bodyguarding her. Um, like, Oh, I don't give a shit. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm about Do I, should I stay or should I go? Like the old song goes. And then the lights come back on and she comes prancing back out like some, some comic playing Caesar's palace to continue to cavort. And then shortly thereafter, something is said by her that makes the vast majority of that audience break into applause. Suddenly, then you realize most of that crowd loves AOC. Right. It's only a few outliers that are protesting and holding up signs saying, fuck AOC. And I, and I watched that and I said, you know what, I, as, I, as I said on a previous episode of uh, PlanetRage.show, um, as much as I'd like to see Tina succeed, I believe she will not. And AOC will reclaim that seat. Well, most people are completely ignorant of what is going on and with a complicit media surrounding. Mm-hmm. Nobody is holding AOC responsible for the problems that are going on in her area. What you're getting is. Well, no, it's of course it's it's Ukraine. Oh, it's COVID. It's there's eight thousand reasons why things are going bad. But you remember, mm-hmm. remember two years ago, Larry, there was only one problem according to the uh, people on the left, and that was Trump, 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 Trump. Right. But now all of a sudden, there's a vast, there's a lot of different reasons why things can go wrong. Yeah. There was all Trump, but now the President Biden not responsible for a damn thing. It's really amazing. Yeah. It's all Trump. It's all other things. It's yeah. still you're right. It's still Trump. It's Putin. It's Ukraine. Mm-hmm. It's COVID. White, don't leave out white supremacists. Oh, well, white okay. supremacist is the worst. That's the worst. Joey said that when he took office. That's the biggest problem facing America. Well, that is why Merrick Garland and the DOJ is looking at concerned parents more than they're looking at, you know, the people terrorists coming across the southern border without yeah. being checked. And Antifa is just a myth. Joey said so. It's not real. It's just it's an, an idea. idea. I think it was his exact quote. It's an idea. It's an idea that's caused a lot of physical damage. So that's amazing. It's yeah. kind of rough to, uh, to figure out. But this is why yeah. people need to be responsible for themselves. Yeah, they won't be. There <laughs> is not a lot of uh, early voting so far here in the area. The wife sees these stats now because she works oh. for the village. Gotcha. There are a lot of people, though, asking questions about all these new laws that are going into effect on January 1st. Like they're confused, like that should be on the ballot. It's like, no, mm. no, this has already been done. This done deal. Like, fat- so all that shit about kidnapping's okay and no cash bail and it's all it's done. There's no people have no say. It, right. Well, it, it could be it could be uh, changed before it goes into effect by the legislator the legislature you know it's something that isn't set in stone but yes unless that happens people have no say and i think that the clip we played which was one of the local mayors here breaking that thing down saying you know hey yeah if somebody comes and uh, starts living in your shed you call the cops we can't remove them right that should scare the hell out of people and i'm like i don't even understand why you stopped at the shed because if it's like if exactly. it's your property 
Yeah, that's such a goofy analogy. How about just inside the fucking house? What's the difference? Shed? I mean, that's a lot more. Who, how many? I don't have a shed. Do you have a shed? No, I don't have a shed. I so that do doesn't not. really, you know, that, that doesn't, I can't get my head around that so good. How about it just in your house? How about, a, you know, to sacks out in your couch in front of your uh, Vizio 37 incher? Right. How about that? You call the cops and they're like, yeah, we can give them a ticket, but we can't remove them. I'm yeah. like, well, well, what am I supposed to do then? Can I right. shoot them? Because yeah. if it's legal to shoot them, then I'm all in. Right. Because that's an easy enough solution. It is. It's messy. Yes. Dry cleaning bills. But, you're yeah, you're going to need a new quick. couch. Yeah. But beyond that, people maybe would at least think twice right. about committing the crimes. And I still can't even believe we live in a society where the sanity level has gotten so low that we no longer understand if there are no repercussions, if there are no punishments pending, that behavior will get worse. Yes. I mean, this is the basics. I mean, I'm not a parent. You are. It's it's the basics of parenting, isn't it? That you have to set boundaries. Yeah. And if you want to even go uh, more basic than that, distill it further, it's called cause and effect. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. Well, yeah, you put your hand on the hot stove once. Yeah. You don't yeah. do it again. Right. But now, oh, you go shoplift. That's fine. Let me sure. check. Was it under a thousand dollars? Well, then go no right problem. through. Yeah. And it's like, no, no, that's that's fair. That's what we want. Like, no, that's why the cities have turned into crap holes. I think it's pretty obvious. But the mentality this is this isn't no there. agenda. You can say shitholes. In <laughs> fact, I'm very disappointed in uh, in John. I used to enjoy listening to Adams and John's occasional f bombs, and now they've cleaned it up. But you know. Like because one guy complained because his kid couldn't listen or something. No, don't do that. They're trying to don't mellow do it down. No, 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 no. It's not bull crap. It's bullshit. Well, I will say that I did see a, a couple of comments from I'm guessing young young moms. You know, probably in their twenties okay. or thirties that are no. very disappointed they can't do their housework or wash the dishes to the latest taylor swift album because she says fuck a lot <laughs> really <laughs> yes oh my god it's fuck wow. shit bitch i mean there it is really a, yes and it's it's funny because i've you know listened to rap music since i was a teenager i have no problem with swearing in music but coming out of taylor swift and her voice it just kind of makes me giggle because it's kind of like you're mm. you know either a five-year-old girl or your grandmother swearing there's something that just doesn't seem right about it sure and it's like it doesn't seem like it fits her overall personality i'm all for yes expanding it can that be very funny but yeah. it's like it just doesn't seem right it seems funny no i'll tell you a quick story about that that always it still makes me laugh when i was in my late teens i don't know 17 18 19 something like that i was walking down the street with my mom and uh, this was in Queens, and the sidewalk was probably three feet below the level of the, the homes, the row houses with the lawns, little little tiny lawns. You know the look of those places. Right. They're everywhere. And it's a nice summer afternoon, and we're walking along. Here's this little boy. He's maybe four maximum, and he's just kind of digging in the dirt with a pail and shovel, you know. And as we walk past him, he looks up from his work looks at the two of us and goes and fuck you too <laughs> <laughs> and 
hey, welcome to Queens. Like, wow. <laughs> I just couldn't stop. Nobody, I never, nobody ever cursed me out and made me laugh so hard in my life, you know, because it was the source. I mean, talk about what, you know. <laughs> you weren't expecting that, were you? Wasn't expecting that. I expect I look at my shovel or I got a daisy or something. And fuck you too. Boom. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I can relate. You don't expect that from, from Taylor. But let me ask you this. She, um, then this tells me she doesn't give a shit about convention or terrestrial radio airplay then. I mean, cause I would think that would be a, put a damper on uh, on airplay for her. Yeah. I don't so. think she is relying on radio at this point at all. No. I no. mean, she's a genius when it comes to marketing. The amount of vinyl sold is well above and beyond any recent vinyl in memory. And it's mainly because I mean, one, she's smart. She, for like 48 hours on her website, sold autograph copies of the vinyl and the CDs, which, of course, sends the uh, the sales numbers into the stratosphere because the the autographed ones in the past, they had been the same price. Now, the autographed ones, I think, were 10 bucks more each, mm-hmm. but they're including with the vinyl, like an 11 by 11 lithograph or photograph with it that is hand signed. So. Yeah. A Taylor Swift now, autograph for 10 bucks. Now, th- do you think it's actually her signing these? I mean, how many, I mean, what do you think? You would have to sign a lot. Yeah, I believe that she is one of the artists that I believe would probably do that because has a dedicated fan base and is down to signing her name. Like, uh, oh, the, you know, the Nike swoosh, right? <laughs> You know, that's it. It is a very, it's, it's amazing. That's the one interesting thing for me, looking at autographs over the years of baseball players that we had collected. And one of the guys that we got immediately, what my dad got was Frank Thomas, White Sox great when he was up in spring training for the first time. So he was fresh out of double a, I think it was. Nobody else was even asking him. He seemed kind of shocked. My dad asked him for an autograph. He was like, oh, thank you, sir. You know, like you're asking me for an autograph. It's it's come a long way now that, uh, you know, he's gone through his career and in the Hall of Fame. The autograph now, you know, it is kind of like the FT and that's all you get. But the early autograph, you could see every letter. And, you know, that's the difference. And Taylor's down to just the big T and then a little swoosh. And and I'll tell you the interesting. John Hancock production. Right. Yeah. So I believe she can slam those things out mm. very quick. And the interesting thing is if you ever see an autographed Taylor Swift CD, if uh, somebody's selling one and she had put a little heart on with her name, those sell for like a hundred bucks more than the regular autographs. So she was just does, in a good mood and added a heart to it. Does Is it a heart dotting the eye in Swift? Or? No, usually just after. Just after. Okay. It's like it's a. Yeah. Uh, so even even just, I mean, if she's selling big volume on this, and I expect that she would, that's got to be pretty time-consuming and hand-cramping, even just a little well, sip, you know, so for the For the vinyl, I mean, I don't know how many, but she had uh, over 400,000 vinyl sold after the first day was the... Holy shit. But she did a, and also a, a marketing genius thing was the album is called Midnight's, and... There are four special edition vinyl and CDs, but the vinyl would be way more impressive that if you put the four of them together, the artwork 
makes a clock and her website actually sold the little clock and the way to mount it. So, well, you would need four copies of the vinyl to make the clock. That's smart. In four different uh, colored vinyl. We think of shit like this for this show. I know. What the fuck is wrong with us? We should release the show on vinyl in 10 different versions. Yeah. Autographed. That would be fantastic. She's up there with Garth Brooks when it comes to, and I know a lot of people don't like Taylor Swift and a lot of people don't like Garth Brooks. When it comes to moving product, the marketing skills are next level. Yeah. Because they know how to do the marketing that will get people to buy them. I mean, I bought all four of the vinyl. Now, on one of the previous vinyls, she went a little fucking crazy. And there were nine different ones that came out. And I'm like, no, I'm just buying one because nine is out <laughs> what of What kind of clock did that make? Right. Like, I really. Clock? Yeah. That? <laughs> that would have been a good one. I mean, just nine different colored vinyl and different photos on the one. And it's like, no, that's too much. Four, for some reason, I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll deal with that. Nine, yeah. you're going too far. Yeah. But that's where marketing comes in. And Taylor swearing, it's a, you know, like you said, don't need the the terrestrial radio and the interesting thing is all of the normal cds and vinyl was 13 tracks and at 3 a.m the 3 a.m edition came out digitally with seven bonus tracks which means if anybody that bought one then of course if you wanted the extra tracks you had to buy the digital too so this all just goes down to numbers 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 and i understand why people pirate shit that's why yeah but hey marketing what can you do Now, there was a uh, story that came out, and this, I still can't figure out, so I figured I had to run this by the Reverend Larry of Center Sunday, (laughs) because Lara Logan was on Newsmax. Oh, yeah. Now, did you see this already? Because this was, she made some comments, and I still can't figure out what the big deal was. I've not, I've not heard it, but somebody was telling me about it. I've sort of saw a secondhand, I guess, a secondhand rendering of uh, her statement. Well, let me play this. You want me to stop at any time? Okay. This allegedly was so much that afterwards, Newsmax put out an apology and said they won't be having her on again. Okay. It's right out of it's right out of the playbook. The right out of the socialist playbook. You divide and conquer. You don't tell yep. them your intent. You get people to come in. You get your useful idiots. Those of us who are paying lie for these people to have all these luxuries and they lie yep. about. It. Yeah. How's it end? Well, badly. <laughs> it ends badly for some. Um, okay, so on a serious note, um, you know, people of all faiths have said to me that this is a spiritual battle. I am a firm and solid and immovable believer in God. And I believe that God wins. I believe that good is greater than evil. And I believe that the fallen angel, otherwise known as Satan, doesn't get to prevail in this world. So um, if you follow the Bible or if you follow the Quran or you follow uh, the Book of Mormon, you know, people talk in various different ways about the end times. And if you fight for God, God will fight for you. But people, final, humanity. Final thought, Lara. What, final thought, though. I have to, I have to ask you this because my, my audience is, is very God-fearing, God-loving, etc. Final thought. I only a couple of seconds, please. Um, does Is God okay with a closed border? It's much bigger than that. 
God believes that in, in sovereignty and national identity and the sanctity of family and all the things that we've lived with from the beginning of time. And he knows that the open border is Satan's way of taking control of the world through all of these uh, people who are his stooges and his, and his uh, servants. And they may think that they're going to become gods. That's what they tell us. You have all know Harari and, and all the rest of them at the World Economic Forum. You know, the ones who want us eating insects, cockroaches and that while they dine uh, on the blood of children. <laughs> yeah. Those are the people, right? They're not yeah. going to win. We, They're not going to win. Well. So what part of that? I mean, besides there being any religious talk on a news station in this day and age, right. which I know, although in this case, this is Eric Bolin, and he's like, well, my audience is very God-fearing. So I didn't really understand right. what was so egregious, except maybe speak. I will say speaking for God is maybe a little presumptuous to say God believes in this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. But to me, there wasn't anything that jumped out as yeah. crazy talk. Well, I mean, you're right. I mean, on the face of it, um, if, if Eric or Newsmax finds that uh, offensive, then uh, I guess they better not say the phrase one nation under God, right? That's pretty much no different than what she was saying, which a lot of people feel that way. They want any reference to that almighty extracted. And, you know, a lot of what she said sound <laughs> makes a lot of sense. I mean, it, it has, it, it does look as if it's the, uh, you know, if we're not in the final battle, we're certainly uh, circling the wagons for it. You know, it's I've never seen the world as fucked up uh, in my lifetime as it is right now. And I don't think it ever has been. So, I would agree. I, you know, it's hard to say because they didn't have bloggers in a podcast, you know, <laughs> hundreds of years ago. We wish they would have because that would have been good information. Just imagine the people finding this show. Somebody right now is listening to the show in like, the year 3000 going wow what the fuck was that all about yeah i wonder if you could still swear in the year 3000 maybe not maybe not in 2023 i mean so so but it is a spiritual it is a fight between good and evil which is exactly why we mentioned earlier it's concerning Mm -hmm. when the people like the aocs believe what they're doing because we see it as evil right yeah, which I mean, it comes to the, the people. People don't understand, and I think it's probably younger younger people how the, the it's it used to be there was between Democrats and Republicans and, and adversarial political parties. There was kind of um, there was a uh, you know there was always a, a gap in, in in sort of belief system. But if you if you took the uh, the, the wider view, basically, it seemed that both parties kind of wanted to get to the same place but had just different methods for doing so that's not the case anymore um, yeah it used to mainly be about the budget of how much we were going to spend yeah, to do whatever exactly um but the the whole thing is it's 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 become um very different at this point where you've got two massive factions of people in the country that want a very different country when when the smoke clears and it appears they're getting getting that. Um, and so what it comes down to is, and you, you get this all the time where people say, uh, well, and I, this is a meme that, that I find that I find offensive. Not much offends me. Uh, or I should say annoying. Um, and it's, it's a, you know, whatever. It's kind of a neutral cartoon character. And it says, you know, if we disagree, it, you know, we can still be friends. And I would agree 
on on that on the face of it you know you like taylor swift and i like alice cooper you like pizza with pepperoni i prefer mushrooms yeah we will still be great pals who gives a shit but if you're in favor of some political um course that's going to destroy my life as i know it we're not fucking friends anymore right we're not friends you're now my enemy it's that simple and and people don't seem to understand that you know it's it's the stakes are so much higher the chasm between between the political uh, beliefs have be, has become so so enormous that uh, the idea of friendship that's over that's gone we're not friends well because the problem is the things that are happening are life altering and often yeah such negative effects yeah. where you're having teachers that have gotten fired because they refuse to use the pronoun Mm-hmm. that the, the kid chose for that day you know I, this is the insanity again well, i don't you know yeah. i mean take it to the one you were just talking about you know if if, if the, all this shit passes in the state of illinois in the land of lincoln in a very brief uh, span of time and some fucktard decides to take up residence at casa o'neill uh-huh. there's not a goddamn thing you can do about it that's not going to put you in jail True. how do you be friend how do you, how are you going to be friends with somebody who supports that shit well, it's insanity. It is insanity. It's not, I, see, I, I would disagree with you there. I'm with Lara on this count. It's not insanity. It's good versus evil. Yes. And I do believe just like uh, the people on the left need to learn what it's like to be continually censored on social media. They also need to figure out what happens with their own little uh laws that they think are right because of equity or equality or whatever word they're using right and well i hope i hope your house gets hit first yes because i don't know how you explain that although we have had stories in the past where people in chicago have an armed intruder that comes in they shoot them dead and they get arrested because you're not supposed to have a gun in chicago right it's like wait so let me get this straight Somebody comes into this guy's house with a gun or a knife. He shoots him dead. Now, the guy was probably coming to do him harm or kill him, but Mm -hmm. because he wasn't supposed to have a gun, I don't get it. I mean, again, that is good and evil. That is insanity. But it's all it's all it's all a fruit of the same rotten tree, because if you really, again, take the take the long view, whether it's Casa O'Neill or the United States of America, they're both private property. Okay, to quote uh, commie Pete Seeger, this this <laughs> land belongs to you and me. Yeah, the U.S. citizens, not the citizens of the world. But they're obliterating that, whether it's on your home or mine or the southern border or whatever. It's like, hey, everybody in the pool. It's now it's now just open, open for nobody owns anything. And then you know, great reset. You'll own nothing and be happy. <laughs> right? What's well, most people so, like? So yeah, is it is it a, is it a massive battle between good and evil? Sure looks that way. Well, and it's because of the useful idiots, I believe, that most yeah. people are like, you know what? If somebody comes here from another country, they should be allowed in. But they're not smart enough to be able to do the math, to understand the enormity of what appears to be three million plus human beings coming into this country. Where are you putting those? Sure. You know, we've made that uh the equation pretty simple i think by saying hey you know you're sitting around the house 
and 50 people show up at your door and be like, hey, it's a family. We're here to stay. Well, how does that work for you? Yeah. Well, we know they're not putting him in Martha's Vineyard. We found that out. That's one place. No, you had the great idea. Let's (laughs) sign up. Come on. Sign up sheet, man. A website, a web portal. That's all. That's always the lefty answer to everything. Or as Pete Buttigieg would say, a, a dashboard. Yeah, the great idea. Get that dashboard up there. And everybody wants to sign on. I got a spare bedroom, an extra car, a bicycle, whatever that I want to share with somebody that needs uh, asylum. Here it is. See, see how big that list is uh-huh. after a day, a week, or a year. Come on in <laughs> to adoptamigrant.gov right now. There you, you, there you go. Do you have an extra Pledge. bedroom? Do you have a basement? Do you have uh, a shed in the back? Right. Pledge your domicile. Do it. But nobody will. And those are the same people that think they're being good people by saying, and I understand there are some evil ones. There are also people that are like, well, no, no, everybody should be allowed in because they're little brains of mush. Like Joey's just cannot comprehend how many resources are needed and what really happens when you're overtaxed because not overtaxed in money wise, when you overtax the resources, because Basically, what happens in the United States when you overload with more people than it can handle? Well, it becomes the shithole country worse than the people left. So then do they go back? I mean, that's that's a good question. No. <laughs> you know, but, I, mean, I mean, that's that. But that's the playbook. I mean, that's a playbook in, in Venezuela. That's a playbook in Cuba and China. I mean, in all of the, uh, the, the nations where Marxism has taken root and hold, there's haves and have nots. There's no middle class. And that's how it is. It's the ruling class elites and the serfs. And that's that's where that's where this nation is headed. And uh, NetNed says the uh, solution to the problem. If somebody comes into your house, shoot them, then drag them into the street. Problem solved, he says. Now, I would say that sounds like insanity. But with the fact that there were 51, I think, shootings in Chicago, and I don't think one arrest, that may not be the worst idea. That's a nice idea, Ned. Ned. However, I don't know what it's like in in uh, in Illinois, but I can say with certitude in Southern California, especially Los Angeles, you can't walk three feet on any fucking street without being picked up by somebody's ring video doorbell or uh-huh. blink. Everything, everything is on video. So good luck getting that that body into the street <laughs> without being recorded. That that is true. That. that is another hurdle. Yeah, it's, you know we need now is like. Uh, Whatever the shit they, how they do stealth bombers, you can put it on yourself. <laughs> Take care of business. Uh-huh. You know? That is exactly yeah. what we need. Yeah. Uh, one problem brings another. No question about it. Yes. Now you got a clip from Joey. I mean, I love hearing Joey. We got some Joey, baby. Is, yeah. is this Joey at his most eloquent? Well, you know, I mean, how do you, when, when you're <laughs> as uh, stellar a, a, an orator as Joey, how do you compare one performance with the next? Um, well, but this tongue- is with is always uh, cold from the ice cream yeah maybe that's it maybe that's it he just needs to stop with the ice cream he's got know. brain yeah, freeze. some guy some guy called uh i think his name is Capehart. i don't know who the hell he is and um he's it's it's clearly a you know a package from the m5m and he and this guy are walking down a beautiful grassy path just chit-chatting you know like regular folks one's from scranton the other's from god knows where and uh you know we can let it roll from there and i'll i'll shout stop as you know when i <laughs> so let's say trump doesn't run again convince on gloria that she should stick with you well i stop think- who's on gloria <laughs> exactly <laughs> my question exactly. whatever happened to john q public 
This guy's got to now make it Aunt that's Glo- uh, not Aunt Aunt Gloria. Yeah, what the hell is that? I, I liked my personal favorite of the made up names goes back to Glenn Beck talking about Barack Obama because Obama was big and always getting a letter from a kid. It seemed like every oh, yeah, issue, yeah, 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 was, yeah, there was another letter that he got from yeah. a school, you know, a kid, and uh, yeah. uh, Beck just always called him Susie Muck and Futch. So I like that. That is Good. this is the Susie Muck and Futch thing. How do we get Susie Muck and Futch to vote for you, Joey? Yeah, yeah. And Glory should take a look. I, I think it's a legitimate thing to be concerned about anyone's age, including mine. I think that's totally legitimate. There's actually crickets in the background. Oh my god. Sure. Oh, yeah. This is bucolic, this setting. I mean, I don't know where the hell it is, but whatever it is, I'd like to be there just without Joey and the other guy. <laughs> so Joey is looking forward already to 2024. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, you know what? I give the guy some credit for that one. <laughs> but I think the best way to make the judgment is to, uh, to you know, watch me. <laughs> watch, watch him fall down which slide of flight of stairs, fall off which bicycle. Yeah, just watch walk me. Walk the wrong way from, from which podium. I mean, unbelievable. This does seem like Joey thinks he maybe he's back in his college days where it's like, hold my beer. That's Joey. Watch me. I'm going to do yeah, this. He, he's got this. Uh, I mean, you're the sports guy, Darren. Who's the quintessential, you know, early 20th century football star with an actual leather helmet with the pigskin under one arm and his hand out in the stop position, barreling down the gridiron? Is that Newt Rockney? Yeah, I think who, who Newt Rockney, yeah. So, yeah, in his brain, he's in his, yeah, what's left of it. He's Newt Rockney. Yeah. He's a superhero. He's going to jump off the roof in a Superman cape. You know, that's exactly. kind of where it yeah. seems like Joey maybe is. Yeah. You know, am I slowing up? Am I don't have the same pace? Or, you know. Yeah. <laughs> this is what we've noticed, Mr. President. Yeah, yes. That's, that's why he's asking the question, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> Just watch me. Yeah. We watched Gerald Ford, too, as Omega Project we points did. out. We, Joey has not been that entertaining yet, though. Yeah, but Jerry was just clumsy. Yes. It was an oaf. Yeah, uh, Jerry wasn't bit... out of his mind dumb. No. And that old joke, you know, uh, um, everybody talks about the, you know, the new 70s, 50s, and all that stuff. That's the old yeah, that joke, old joke that I can't remember. Everybody <laughs> talks about the old 70s, 50s, 40s, you know, what, you know. And, and meanwhile, even here, his math is wrong. Joey, you're going to be fucking 80 in a matter of hours. Uh-huh. 70s doesn't apply to you anymore. Rewrite the joke. Yeah, the concept is not really a joke. It's just what old people do. Yeah. The, you know, for me, now that I'm in my 50s, yeah, 50s, the new 20. No, it's not. No. I was having way more be. fun when I was 20. Yeah. It's not the same. I mean, people no. are were well. To be fair, people used to the age. Uh, my brain's going to Joey. The life expectancy was getting longer and longer and longer. Not anymore. So you can't even say like fifty is the new forty mm-hmm. because it's really more like thirty is the new forty because you're going to die. Yep. You know, I you know it could be. I, I'm a great respecter of fate. I could get a disease tomorrow. I could you know drop dead tomorrow. Stop. So he, he has how faith. Much, how much did all those DNC weasels love hearing him say those phrases? <laughs> I'm a, what, I mean, I like that it was on the tail of I am a big faith guy and I no, could no, die not, tomorrow. I don't think he said faith. I think it was F-A-T-E, not F-A-I-T-H. Oh, let's see. I think I don't know. Specter of faith. I could get. Maybe it was so, faith. I heard faith. 
but maybe it is. Yeah, you could fate. be right. I'm not. I'm not. It is Joey after all. I know. In my mind, I, I heard F A T E. But hey, let's go to the tape. Let's enhance and slow this down. All right, do it. Respecter of fate. No, all I'm hearing is fate now. So now, okay. on, at full speed, I was hearing uh, faith because that would make yeah. more sense. Because most people don't go, "Hey, I'm a big reliever in fate." No, I, you know, I would, I way would would have understood. I believe in faith, and when it's when the time the Lord wants to take me, He's going to take me. It really doesn't matter what I do or how old I am. Hmm. But no, maybe Joey just believes in fate now. Maybe well, this good I, Catholic thinking, boy. Because usually when you're talking about getting dead, yes, it's fate. Yes, right? you're going. You know, there's whether you're faithful or not, it's going to happen. So I guess it all uh, depends where you where you come out of yeah. it. Uh, you know, a lot of people yeah. when they're talking, but hey, I believe in God, so when it's my time, I'm not I'm not worried right. that it's coming. Right. I could get a disease tomorrow. I could, you know, drop dead tomorrow. But I, you know, in terms Stop. of my. Now, didn't he just, I think he said I could, maybe, he's, did he say I could get disease, a disease yeah. tomorrow, or, or I could get deceased tomorrow? I think I could get a disease. I think he said I could get a disease tomorrow. But again, I, that guy should have stopped and said, Joey, wait a minute, just a few weeks ago, didn't you tell us you had cancer? Well, he thought he had, yeah, he has a yeah. lot of stories and a lot you know, of just, stories. So you know, when you like, say you already things, have a disease, right? No. <laughs> well, he's not firmly in reality. When you say things like your son died in combat when he died of cancer after being right. in combat, which some people believe maybe the two were related, but that's still not the same. You don't no. say he died in Iraq, you know, when no. that happened. So his again, his reality is a little different. Yeah. I'm dead tomorrow. But I, you know, in terms of my energy level, in terms of how much I'm able to do, I think people should look and say, is he, does he still have the same passion for what he's doing? And if they Stop. Think I- the same passion? You know what? Charles Manson had passion for what he was doing. <laughs> and Every Tifa dollar. assholes are passionate. What the fuck does that have to do with anything? Passion. I don't know. And I've seen clips. And again, sometimes it's just ant fucking, but I've seen clips <laughs> where it's like the reporter kind of has to prompt him to wake up or to say something. And yeah. uh, when you, so I don't know if the best thing for Joey is to be going out saying, Hey man, look at my energy level. It's like, cause really? you're seeing Joey in interviews and you're getting, yeah. Oh, Mr. President. Oh, Mr. President. <laughs> what? What? Yeah. yeah. Your energy level's a little down and I get it. <laughs> Wait, roll up your sleeve we got another booster for you no it's not for covid <laughs> i mean my mom is older than joey and could run circles around him who's that my mom your mom yeah okay. who Great. just had yeah. you know double bypass and cancer surgery over the last couple mm. of years is doing great that's good that makes me smile and does not you know communicate in a way where you know no right. you know it's like this is where you start noticing sure when the speech patterns change and again you mentioned they took off the top of joey's brain a couple of times you know of his yes, skull to get into the brain yeah and that could help with the word salad i don't know why kamala harris does it but <laughs> there's something that is impairing yeah. joe biden which was the reason why everybody that was paying attention during the 2020 election knew the reason why joey was being hidden was because he was down on his faculties because otherwise even if you were afraid of the big bad covid 
you had Zoom. You could do as many TV interviews, radio interviews as you wanted. And he was nowhere to be found. Yeah. I mean, this was a perfect time, even if you're sitting at home, to constantly have your face out there. But they knew. You know, Donald Trump tried to point that out in a couple of the debates, and he was just an asshole for picking on the old guy. Oh, he was mean. He's just like anybody who's uh, opposing Fetterman now is an ableist prick, <laughs> aren't they? I don't understand. The, Uncle Fester. Yeah. I don't yeah. understand this concept that we're supposed to vote people in who look like they're about to die and yeah. aren't physically able to right. do the job. That's mean. Isn't it That's part mean. of the deal is they have to be physically fit to do the job? Uh, yeah. You know, I've been watching that guy longer than anybody else um, who's certainly, you know, in your part of the country or mine, because of one of my cross country treks, and this is like one of the first ones several years ago, we stopped in a, um, for some reason in all the lefty states, the rest areas have to be, they're, they're like, they're like campaign headquarters for douchebag politicians. <laughs> Right. Really? So you, you go I don't to know why take that a is. leak and there's a politician. Yeah, you, you, uh, you go to, you take a leak in a, in a, in a, you know, a, tr- a rest area in Arizona or Missouri or something. And it's just nothing. It's just like, you know, this thing is run by Missouri Parks Department or the Department of Transportation, whatever the fuck it is. Right. You go in in Delaware and this is, this is Joe Biden. Bro- this is brought to you by Joe Biden. Right. Uh, would you or, like to take a piss in the Joe Biden uh, urinal? Oh. <laughs> yes, I would. <laughs> Yes, I would. Is it a picture of Joe? Like when you're in, like in, right in the water? Please. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I was in when we were in Pennsylvania, which is a, you know, a fucked up, horribly fucked up state. And I walk in and there's a twin huge. I'm talking probably, you know, four by six color framed portraits of whoever the fuck's the governor of that place. And then the lieutenant governor, who's Uncle Fester Fetterman. And I just, my jaw dropped because the guy's wearing this fucking proletariat shirt. The, the governor's got his coat and tie on looking businesslike. And this asshole's got his dual pocket, basically Dickie's, you know, work shirt with the shaved head. I'm like, who the, who the fuck is this? And I just got so curious. And I, and I Googled him, you know, very quickly and found out that the, the guy's just a walking commie. And I thought, holy shit, man. And then I thought, well, he's, he's such, he's so, He's so, he's so unattractive. He's so repulsive looking, <laughs> the look of him, the dress of him, you know, I'll just lock this away. And who, who, who would think he's like a major player on the fucking national political scene now, a couple of years later, it's, it's mind blowing. It is bizarre, but it also shows just how bad the minor leagues, let's just say have gotten for politics in the United States. Yeah. I mean, we we can say this about both parties. I mean, right now, at least there is Ron DeSantis in yes. the Republican side who mm-hmm. appears to be somebody that is sane, rational, and will stick to his guns and not somebody that's completely inflammatory when they go out and make their points. No, where, he's, very, he's a very smart guy, very savvy guy. Yes, because, I mean, with Trump, I agreed with most of what Trump was saying and doing. Yeah. but. Was also going, dude, you can say that in a totally different way that would get you yeah. more political points. And I know some people Absolutely. don't care about making the political points until you lose. Then until you're you like- lose. Good. Excellent point. <laughs> yes. If he if he'd been more circumspect about what he said and stayed the fuck off of Twitter, he'd still be president. No doubt. Yes. And they were. he was one of these guys. And we all know some uh, knew somebody like this growing up where the kid that you knew you could just push the buttons and then watch him go to town. Yeah. 
And in the Trump case, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. It's like you had the right, you had the right ideas overall, but you needed somebody to let you know that you have to, you have to tone it down a little. It's like the Tina 40 stuff. Exactly. You know, when you're, when you're having a, a political rally now and maybe, you know, the ABC, NBC are there. You can't just be like, fuck out of here. I mean, you want to. You want to, but it's not no, not the right thing to do if you want to win. Yes. You have to understand if you want them to use this footage. Sure. Now, if you want to come on Planet Rage, oh, then you come can on, use all the, Tina. All the anybody words listen, Anybody knows Tina. She's always welcome here on Planet Rage. You know, she's done some very small, like, cable news things because of what's mm. coming up. So we might... Uh, we might need to figure out how to reach out and be like, she'll be like, what's your audience? Be like, well, nobody in your district, but, but, but we have some great ideas. We do <laughs> for what he's doing. And if they think I do and I can do it, then that's fine. If they don't, then they should vote against me. Whoa, 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 whoa. I want to hear that again. Oh yeah. Let it, let it play another, um, like four seconds after vote against me. I think people should look and say, is it, does he still have the same, passion for what he's doing and if they think i do and i can do it then that's fine if they don't then they should vote against me not against me should encourage me not to go but that's not how i feel so yeah speak so if you're gonna vote for don't vote against me but no don't vote against me just tell me not to go and then i'll vote if you want to vote for me don't vote against me just encourage me not to go right just tell me you don't want me to run again i guess is but who is there if the, you're not you're not going to go to the election you just want some of the people to tell yeah. you but then you have people like aoc now I, i'd be very curious if joe biden was in a crowd like aoc was and they were chanting you know joey joey gotta go that if he would just sit there and do a little dance you know i i don't think yeah. he would have that same reaction and um, no. I, I would probably prefer joey's reaction though no. to maybe get mad and yell and swear yeah yeah but AOC, the dancing thing was like, wow, you are just so out of touch. So either that or, you know, everything is already sewn up and you don't really care sure. what these peons. Of course not. She didn't give a shit. That was a, that was an absolute diss. That was pure arrogance. That was because fuck you. I'm, you you're 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 telling me I suck. I'm going to dance in your face. That's how little I care about what you have to say. Totally. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Not advance me. You should encourage me not to go. But that's not how I feel. I can't even say the age I'm going to be. Stop. <laughs> that's now, the end. <laughs> now, this is, this is where the beauty of video would be a grand thing to have. Because here are these two guys. And this guy must have, this guy, this guy was like smaller than Bubba Wallace's adversary, whoever he was. He's a little <laughs> fucking guy. I think Joey's like 5'11 or maybe six feet, whatever. And they're on this, you hear the crickets, they're on this beautiful winding path with trees and grass all around him. And as Joey says this, he turns and puts both hands on this dude's shoulders. Like, I don't know, he's going to lean in for a kiss. I don't, I don't know what the fuck he's thinking, but it's, a, I hate the word cringy, but holy shit, it's one of the most uncomfortable things to watch. What is wrong with him? Besides everything else that he would do this to another dude, put his hands on his shoulders as he's making his big statement. That's Joey. That's Joey. It seems like a sitcom. That's yeah, it Joey. Really does. That's I like that. That's Joey. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's just Joey, the answer. Right? That's Joey. Yeah, that's Joey. That's it. Yeah. For any of the insane stuff, that's Joey. Yeah. 
Yeah. It, it, the, the mystery science theater pop-up should have been, Joey, this is a grown-ass man. Take your hands off him. You mean to do this to some toddler. Right. He wants to sniff some 12-year-old girls. Exactly. Hair. Yes. That's uh, at least the MO. That's Joey. That's Joey. Always saying the wrong thing at the wrong time. Yeah. But I'm going to still give him points because as of yet, he still seems more coherent than Kamala Harris. So there's that. <laughs> that's and that's so hard to do. But Joe, it's a very low bar and he's still getting over it, yeah. which is the Democrats. I They have to be looking at the midterms and beyond as a how do we hit the eject button on what's coming up? Because it's the worst thing for them. Joe Biden's alive and Kamala Harris is still the vice president. You're now going into some very uncharted territory because it is very, very rare that the incumbent does not get the nod. Sure. And this is a case where if Joey is going to be like, no, no, I want to run. It's going to make things interesting. Although it depends how much control he really has over what he says in public. Cause I mean, he just reads everything on the teleprompter. We'll have to see how yeah. that goes. But the vice president usually has kind of the nod. That's usually why the vice sure. president is picked. Like, well, then you're right. going to have, you know, that's how Bush, the elder, you know, was vice president for Ronald Reagan. Mm-hmm. That's how you got the nod. And in this case, no, the Dems have to be like, yeah, yeah. The team we were putting out on the field. No, they're not. They're not good at all. Yeah. We need to replace them. They're kind of like the New York Yankees getting swept in the postseason. That is, uh, I, I thought about pulling some rants there because if you want to, if you want to talk about some profane filled rants, I love profane filled rants. New yeah. York sports fans after getting their asses handed to them in the postseason, after you know, again, like White Sox fans, for so many years you were promised greatness, and the Yankees had the season. They had the season. They finished first with a bomb. They had Aaron Judge doing all sorts of great stuff, and he turned into a Rod in the postseason and sucked. I guess so. Oh, is that what A-Rod did? Was he, was he bad in the clutch? That thought? was, yes. That was that was A-Rod's MO was that great during the regular season, but the minute October came, man, he sucked. He yeah, could not put it J-Lo together. j thought so, too. You know, it is. Uh, She's back to Ben. What was that? Apparently, j- J-Lo thought oh, he yeah. sucked, too. She went back to Ben, right? <laughs> yeah, like A-Rod, no more. No more A-Rod. No more. Uh, blue douche is like no baseball analogies come on <laughs> yeah i'm i'm kind of lost when you get into those but i like to i like to be educated by you anyway darren um, so I, I don't want to be a cultural retard i just know, like as a part of the culture when the teams and i do believe the two teams that had the by far the highest payroll in baseball the yankees and the dodgers so i mean both of your uh, hometowns right both got their asses kicked and didn't so make it to the world series you can't buy greatness. No, it's a good thing. You cannot buy greatness. And that's why you always root for the underdog. Hell yeah. And it's a hell of a lot more fun seeing a, uh, a younger team without spending a ton of money coming in and being successful. Yeah. But this is a value for value podcast, which means we have some people to thank for today's show. Oh boy. Which is great, especially going into the holiday season and knowing that, mm. uh, that Joey's price hike is doing some just amazing things. I did the menu for my friend that owns a uh, 
it's a breakfast place, but they also do like Thanksgiving catering and all that. And the amount that prices are up this year, like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I can see why people are already going, maybe we could just skip Thanksgiving, but I don't see, I don't get that because one, you're going to eat anyway. Yeah. But maybe then you don't do turkey. You can, you know, you can still just do sandwiches or something for Thanksgiving. You don't have to, you yeah. know, hot dogs and beans. Uh huh. Is which is the uh, it kind of sounds like we're in a gulag. Yeah. But, but that's kind of what they're hoping for, I think. Absolutely. Oh, no doubt. But that is, uh, you know, unfortunate. But that's why anybody that comes in right now and supports the show, we greatly appreciate. We do. We know what a stretch it is, and we know how hard these times are and we're very grateful yes and coming in number one today with 56 dollars and 33 cents which is for episode 56 our buddy from a hairball sir chris vox thank you sir chris he says checking in on episode 56 i always enjoy not only planet rage and the rock and roll pre-show but that larry show as well so this was a great place for me to drop some treasure keep on raging Thank you. Appreciate we appreciate that. that. And yes, this is a great way. If you like all the shows, just you know, pick one that combines then. And yeah, it all works out. Sir Sean of the Allegheny Valley coming in with his $20 a month monthly donation never sends in a note, but that doesn't mean we don't appreciate it, Sir Sean. Thank you, Sir Sean. I mean, we rely on the folks you'll notice with any of the value for value podcast, the biggest donations always come in from people that you recognize from the no agenda program, because they were the ones. Yes. I mean, they, they blackpilled everybody. I think they taught mm-hmm. everybody value for value and got people on board, which is why we appreciate Adam Curry, John C. Dvorak and everybody we do over there. Our buddy Stu Coates coming in from the UK. Ooh. It is certainly not the satanic donation of $6 and 66 cents, but it could be, I mean, it all depends. It's that, uh, the dollar to the, I don't know what the dollar is to the pound right now. I know the dollar was beating the Euro. Oh yeah. Trashing it. Yeah. Which is, that's why we're seeing now it's like, there are people, Oh, it's a great time to go buy a home in France or the UK or go spend your dollary dues. I'm like, "Mm, Mm. but do I want to be in France or the UK? I'd be in France anytime. Yeah. It's a good place. I've never been. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Now, do you speak French? Not a word. It's just a lot of pointy chicks, though, in France. Oh, Paris. <laughs> they invented pointy in Paris. Trust me. That's why they got the Eiffel Tower. It's, a, it's actually a monument to the pointiness of the women. The ultimate in pointy. Well, yeah. see, now I understand yeah. why you like Paris. Yeah. Dame Lisa coming in with $5 says planet rage. Thanks for playing the Monty Python clip. I needed a good laugh. I've had a rough few weeks. I also love your show and listen every week. Keep on raging. Thank you, Dame Lisa. Well, thank you, Dame Lisa. And may your next uh, few weeks be uh, smooth sailing. No more rough water for you. I know everybody needs a little sanity. And sometimes you just need to yell and scream and rage. And we had a boostergram come in, believe it or not, from comic strip blogger. CSB. Welcome back again for the second time. I'm really glad he's back. Since all the other shows. Somehow I knew. I knew eventually he'd he'd realize that rage is preferable to tech. Yes. Rage beats all. No flies on you and Ryan, but, you know, it's more more like the universal language, rage, right? Yes. Rage beats (laughs) all. And this is where you want to be. This is the show. If you're going to pick any of them, CSB, this is the show that you want to support. He says, howdy, 
Larry and Darren. Maybe we're a country show. I don't know. It could be. Maybe. I got some. I got a Stetson hat and some uh, and some boots. I've got. I think. There you go. So, black so seventeen boots. Well, they're uh, fifteen. They cost a lot. Yeah, oh, fifteen. Okay. I, I think I I still have. It's not quite as bad as the Seinfeld episode where he had red boots. Oh. I believe. Yeah. Well, if you want to hold this in abeyance for the next next week as a as a cliffhanger, I know you know I don't want to push the end, but for a while I owned a pair of boots that had once been worn by Clint Eastwood. I'll oh. tell you that story next week if you want. So there. Yeah. That now that. Yeah isn't it did you, go. did you take him right off his uh i'm not telling the story until <laughs> next week I, so i don't have the red boots but i do i think they i i may have sold I had a pair of jade green boots that i bought and i'm like oh these are cool my wife's like you're never gonna wear those <laughs> was she right yeah of course yeah. but they looked really cool at the time jade green boots whoa yeah i mean they were pretty stylish riddler would wear it's like, well, who's got to fuck with a guy that's six foot six and like two eighty? It's like you can wear whatever True. you want, and yeah. people will say that's great. I really yeah. like that. Uh, that he continues with y'all. So this is a very country CSB it today. Is. Y'all are invited to listen to AI dot cooking podcast about artificial intelligence, narrated by Silky Voice of Gregory William Forsyth Foreman from Kent, UK. You know, you could just enter AI dot cooking in your web browser or in your podcast player. And then he says, live happy. Well, what if we don't want to live happy? CSB. Well, I do. <laughs> live happy. But see, being really rage filled is also happy. So live happy. And right. you can check out all of CSB's cartoons at the website, www.csb.lol. Also available as NFTs. Yo, now the NFTs will come back someday. Mm. CSB things. I've been playing around with them a little bit. Okay. That's going to be interesting. I still think things that are attached to NFTs are where it's at. I think that's where the collectible market is going. So, for instance, you could say, take a pair of boots from right. Clint Eastwood and you can make an NFT that says, hey, if you want to take physical possession of these, you know, you just do this. But then people yeah. will trade that NFT like it was actually the pair of boots that they never have to see the boots. They never have to put their hands on them which is why there's so many of these companies now, eBay, Golden Auctions, Beckett, that are coming up with the, hey, send your collectible to us. I know this is where it's going. So the collectibles will just sit in a vault somewhere and the NFTs will be used in order for people to trade them back and forth. So it's 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 mm -hmm. kind of genius because then you could never be like, oh, wow, my my $12 million Mickey Mantle card got burned down in a fire. It's kind of genius to to do that. But then you have to trust the people with the vault because how do yeah. you know it's still in the know? vault? How do you know? You don't know. But we appreciate everybody for helping to support the show. Value for value. If you want to learn out, if you want to learn more, you can go to planetrage.show slash donate, I believe. And if you're on a podcasting 2.0 app like CSB was, you can send us a boostergram, send us a message. Just go to newpodcastapps.com. You'll find out literally more than you wanted to know. <laughs> it is. Uh, let's see. MLB is a shit for old men. That is okay. Whoa. Blue douche. <laughs> there you go. I appreciate that level of candid. There are a lot of people really in, in, and me included that aren't really big sports fans anymore because you realized as we talked about that you're mainly rooting for their clothes because yeah. they'll move from 
Aaron Judge, for instance, man, he just seems like he just came up with the Yankees, had a great big season, and now is going the free agent route. Will he wind up back in New York? It's possible, but he's going the free agent route, which means all these guys are just gun for high, guns for hire. So why do you support yeah. him through their whole career? Of course, it's so silly. It is. It's insanity. But that is why we're here to cut through all of that. Yeah. And and move along. Do you know what's on this week's That Larry Show? I don't know. Random thoughts, as always, is never fully formed in my brain, it seems, until I hit record. Well, it may be a blank slate, but it's one that always deserved to be listened to. It's always a great show. Random thoughts, R-A-N-D-U-M-B, spelling thoughts by the fabulous Darren O'Neill. should never miss an episode. They're always enlightening, always entertaining. I appreciate that. And it's a bar for people. It's like, well, if you can't figure out how to spell it, you can't find it. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) <laughs> it's like but how do i find it i just spell random wrong just think just think dumb picture darren with a with a dunce, dunce gap, gap right that, that should be the dumb. artwork there you go and now you've got the now you'll never not be able to find his show exactly there you go we're always so yeah, for my thing i've got um oh i recommend if anybody is it's shaping up to be a very much downloaded episode it's uh one of my great escapades a caper i pulled Ooh. long ago with my buddies when we staged a black mass uh at my high school at my very catholic high school and i think it's in keeping with the rest of the show with laura logan and the fights for good and evil and raising satan and all this stuff and uh it was it was really it was a hell of an achievement this caper so uh, and the day of the dead out. is coming yeah, and then, right, and then, and then for next week, with Halloween is coming, it's going to be a great a pastiche, a cornucopia of stuff, beginning with, we're going to take a deep dive into a story about a woman's, and I want to thank, God, I should have written down his name, somebody on the Noah Dennis Social, it might have been Noah Beret, maybe him, um, but forgive me if I'm wrong, suggested, hey, how about this for show grist? Some woman who worked in a mortuary or like the, the, the coroner's thing or something, um, has had was it one or two children fathered by dead guys okay that's not right yeah so um yeah so that's going to be part of what's uh it's going to be like i said kind of a pastiche of different topics but we want to take a look at that that's pretty fascinating and weird yeah you never know where you're going to come up with a topic idea yeah no agenda social if you're on the mastodon type thing check it out you can follow me there, Darren O'Neill at noagendasocial.com and that Larry show at noagendasocial.com. It is the best place. I mean, there's there's Twitter, but Twitter sucks compared Twitter to Twitter does suck. It does. You know, you have to be careful. Like I said, you got to do that tap dance. You got to stay within the goalpost because you don't want to have your your post flagged and you don't want to be suspended or you don't want to be shadow banned. I'm already shadow banned, but uh, yeah, <laughs> which is why you find us. On No Agenda Social, you tune in to Planet Rage, you tune in to randomthoughts.com, and you tune into that Larry show, and then you'll have one step up on everybody else out there in the world. With that said, we will be back again Monday next week live at live. 1 o'clock Central, noagendastream.com. When we do the shows live, tell a friend about it, subscribe, do all those good things, and then we'll see you next week. We will. The U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. Whole world going to shit. Planet.
we can still be friends. 